Welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm Bo Nellis, and you were just listening to Kevin McLeod's Slow Burn, not Funky Jam. Bong load noises provided by me, though. I know that I owe you guys another Inika and Sativa episode, and I really was trying to get that done, uh, but it's just been such a crazy week for me. I've got birthdays, uh, like this whole week, my birthday is tomorrow. Interesting fact, I swear it's true. I was born at 4.20 a.m. I didn't find out until probably in my early 20s, and I was very proud of that fact, I must say. Uh, let's see here. And then just the holidays. Happy Hanukkah if you are in the middle of celebrating. Uh, we've got, uh, of course, the other holidays at Christmas coming up and a bazillion birthdays. I know a shit ton of Sagittarians. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, but I've got a lot of things going on, so I'm going to have to put it off a little bit. And I have to say, I have been battling a little bit of my depression, too. Um, things are good. Things are good. I'm, I'm keeping busy, uh, which is really key. And I'm not as active as I need to be, but I am still being active. I went to my first kundalini class, uh, kundalini yoga, which was really cool. Actually, it wasn't at a godforsaken time in the morning. So that was a lot more palatable just to begin with right there. Things are good. I cry a lot in yoga. I have a lot of things to release. So I've just been kind of dealing with that, and I apologize for not getting it out to you, but I will get it out to you next week. In the meantime, I wanted to talk a little bit about some victories that I've experienced this week, and then, of course, about the Secret Cup and my experience with that. So to the victories, well, actually, I think I would say that uh, keeping busy over my depression is certainly a victory. The other victory would be that I have had two friends who have both overcome really uh, traumatizing pain with the cannabis concentrate trick that I have shared with other people before, where you take a pull and snap or a shatter and you use parchment paper and a band-aid to put it on the area where you need pain relief. And you may need multiple applications in order to deal with larger areas or even smaller areas sometimes, depending on what the pain is. But uh, you, you use that and uh, basically like a, a transdermal patch. One friend used it to alleviate a really bad sinus headache that came on almost instantly. And, uh, you know, within 10, I think 10, yeah, within 10 minutes, she was like, wow. Wow, 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 wow. And I was like, yes. And then I had another friend who is very athletic, very fit, and she threw her back out. Apparently, this happens like once a year for her. So she was really resigned to to just putting in the rest and and things that she needed in order to work on that injury. She had a marathon that she had planned and she was probably, and she would, well, no, she was going to be missing that because her back wouldn't be up to par. And, um, and I, I shared this with her and taught her how to use it and, and told her she might need a few applications. And she said that when she woke up in the morning, it was better. It wasn't a hundred percent, but good. It was good enough for her morning run. Uh, which is to me is amazing, but she's also a very dedicated individual. So uh, she said that the heat from the run, however, must have kicked it in that last way because she felt 100% and 
after her run. And it's true that if you need a little extra push, use that heat and, and let your body and the cannabis work together because they're both activated by heat. So I thought that was amazing. She's back on her marathon plans. She's happy. I'm happy. So an injury that would usually have her out for weeks, she recovered from in less than two days. That's amazing. Cannabis is amazing. I mean, it really blows my mind. It really blows my mind. All right. So those are some of the victories that I've had this week. Uh, Share your cannabis victories with me. I love to hear about them. Maybe you helped your mom uh, discover cannabis for the first time, or maybe you actually spoke up for the first time uh, around people who don't normally know that you might be a cannabis user. I don't know. We all have victories. So I'd love to hear yours too. I mean, you don't have to just listen to mine. All right. Just because I'm not doing Indica versus Sativa doesn't mean I don't have some stoner moments to talk about. In the last episode, I mentioned some test results and referred to the beta carophylline uh, results that came back. And actually, it was beta myrcene, not beta carophylline. I just wanted to throw that out there for anybody who might be like looking at their own test results for the same types of strains and going, that doesn't sound right. Uh, Bo said that it was supposed to be beta carophylline. Well, it was beta myrcene. And I just wanted to mention really, really quickly that while it did throw out some terpene wheels, nothing is really going to be your final answer. They're just kind of tools to help you understand how to talk about it, what you might be looking for. And you might have to work backwards from the way we discussed. You might have to work from the middle and around from the way we discussed. But they're definitely going to be a really significant tool in helping you understand how to really narrow down your meds. The last donor moment is that I forgot to mention that although my friend Ethan Lush is making us a glass piece, which she's actually completed, it's a super cute little bubbler. I haven't started the contest yet. I still have some logistics to figure out, but I do have a piece ready. It'll be after the new year. You can be sure. And I think I'm going to post a picture to uh, the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram, which officially has a picture. I took a picture of my email and posted it to Instagram. Yes progress. Uh, But Ethan is not specifically a glass pipe maker. He, uh, He definitely got started that way, but he actually makes really, really incredible marbles. So if you aren't a pot smoker necessarily, but want to check out his work, absolutely go do that. It's really, really beautiful. He is so talented and I'm really hoping to have him as an interview when I get all of that set up. All right, moving on to the Secret Cup. I went to the Secret Cup two years ago, and it's a concentrate-based competition that uh, was held in a secret location. When I went a couple years ago, you would park in a residential area, and you stood in line in front of a house, which was the address you were given, and then you would take a shuttle to the actual location. Now, the logistics of that were a little tricky, but it was super fun. Just the whole stoner mission idea of it. Uh, The stoner mission is just as much of a staple of the subculture as I think anything else. We've all had to go on stoner missions if you've ever smoked in a time where legalization wasn't abundant or in an area where legalization doesn't exist. Uh, it, it can always be a mission to actually try and find some buds. 
and they really played into that spirit. So it was really, really fun. I didn't get to go last year, and I was super excited to go back this year. However, they didn't do the shuttle. It was during nighttime instead of the daytime, and they actually, it was in the same location. They just sent you that address. It was a little confusing. We actually got lost and uh, ended up in the wrong building and kind of annoyed some people who must have been tired of burnouts looking for their pot expo, but uh, we didn't mind. And so we started walking around, and a friend of mine had actually had the opportunity to come too. Unfortunately, she wasn't able to buy a ticket online. They had said that they had already stopped selling the tickets. So she was like, you know what? I'm just, I feel like everything's lining up and I'm just, I'm just going to go and see if I can get a ticket at the door. And we're like, cool. I mean, you know, worst case scenario, like you take the car and go find somewhere to hang out for a while and we'll see you in a couple hours. Um, But didn't, didn't even need to do that. Turned out there was nobody at the door. Uh, we didn't even go through the door. There was a whole side gate that was open. We didn't get a wristband. We never had to show anybody our tickets. We just walked in and started getting high. And that was brilliant. When you walk in, you can just smell all the weed and smell like freedom. That is the smell of freedom. And people are just token up their joints. People are taking dabs. There's dabs all over the place, dab rigs all over the place. It's a little hazy from the combination of vaporization and joint smoke that's going to be going on. But in the grand scheme of things, it's uh, it's the actual doing of dabs that will make you cough, not being in the area. It's uh, it's really cool. It's pretty open too. It's in a warehouse type setting. It gets really loud. They have a lot of dubstep playing, but I did like the DJ this year. I got to say that uh, they, uh, they had some good back and forth and over the two days, uh, some of the same tracks, but different mixes. So that was nice. Yeah. So, so my friend got in, didn't even have to pay. And that was totally sweet for her. Uh, no complaints from us there. So when you walk in, there's kind of like this horseshoe shape of tables and vendors along the outside and in the middle. So we just kind of start along the outside and and see what looks interesting and who's offering dabs. Of course, the first table you walk up to, you want to get a dab. And that was good. Uh, That was New World Oil. Uh, Unfortunately, they didn't really have much. They had like some glass pieces, but they weren't marked. So I didn't know if they were just for display or what. Um, But then you just make your way along like that. The pricing at these things is amazing. Because like I was just bitching about the price of live resin at the dispensary. Instead of paying $90 for live resin, I was able to get amazing live resin for $50 a gram, which is a lot more acceptable. And that live resin that I got was actually the highest terp winner, the Van Dweller extracts with the shark's breath sap. It was kind of amazing. We were hanging out at a different table, quality concentrates, and they were really cool. And, and my friend like taps me on the shoulder and she's like, uh, Bo will know. She's the expert. And She's like, this guy says that he's got really good shit. And this older dude like opens up some parchment paper. And I mean, and he's not even within eight inches of my face. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's good shit. That's good shit. Don't get me wrong. I still got in as close as I could. 
Um, but the terpenes on this live resin were amazing. So they did win highest terps with 13%. And it's a shark's breath sap. The difference between a live resin and a sap being that there's so many terpenes in the extract that it's really more of just an oil uh, than, than a live, live resin can actually even be kind of like shatter. Like this chick was trying to sell shatter as live resin. And it's more about the buds that you use and the process and the fact that they aren't cured than its final uh, extract composition. But with the sap, it's really about the extract composition because it's composed of so many terpenes that it's practically an oil. Some people call it holy water too. I know that's a, a popular term. And you usually get it in little glass vials. It kind of looks like the clear concentrate. It's that consistency or sometimes even oilier. And I've definitely received material that was BHO cured material that was still considered sap because of the high terpene content. Funnily enough, I have some with this lamb spread that I bought a couple weeks ago, and the sap that I bought at Secret Cup is a shark's breath sap, so that's a, a mix of the lamb spread. Lamb spread is also known as lamb's breath. It has something to do with its Jamaican heritage and the accents and white people not being able to understand them. Uh, and then I also have some Shark Shock, which is probably one of the other lineages. And uh, and they're both amazing. The Shark Shock isn't the sap that I have. The, the lamb's bread is the sap. And I just, I didn't think that lamb's breath had so many terpenes to it, but it clearly is. It's amazing. And to get that kind of quality for only $50 is really an advantage to going to these things. Uh, I paid probably... I think I ended up paying like 50 bucks for the ticket themselves because I got it on pre-sale. And that was part of the problem. They had different ticket types. I, we bought silver. They had general admission, silver, and gold. Now, we knew what the difference was with the gold because it came with a goodie bag. But we didn't know what the difference was between the silver and the general admission. And their customer service on their Facebook page sucks ass. And when I called them out on sucking ass, I got blocked from being able to leave comments. And all of my comments were deleted. So, fuck those dudes. But, like I said, it's shanky. Uh, and, and I kind of like that too, like fuck them, but I'm still going to go get really high. Turns out that the silver and the gold allow you to actually taste the competition, though nobody would have stopped us if we didn't have a silver wristband. So, uh, if you want to go next year, I say just get the general admission and fuck it. Nobody's going to stop you anyway. Fuck, don't even buy a ticket. Just try and go. <laughs> But the prices are definitely an advantage when you go to these things. They have grams of really great material for 20 bucks. Uh, 20 to 40 bucks would be the average uh, that you're going to find at these things. Uh, the flower is really amazing, like super primo top shelf flower that you're buying for $10 a gram. It's always going to be $10 a gram. There aren't the price breaks. People aren't really there for the flower. There was flour on a lot of different tables and actually did end up coming back with a couple of grams of this Professor Chaos from KC Concentrates in Palm Springs, uh, along with a couple of their waxes. 
They're really amazing. They have these jelly donut fudge too. Oh my God. I'm going to dream about that shit. But so I did end up buying some flour. There was also this XJ13 from Quality Concentrates. It's where they take their extract from. Uh, and they had some amazing flour, but XJ13 isn't really my preferred strain. Uh, Jack hair strains really tend to dry out my mucous membranes, and it's an uncomfortable high feeling for me, so I don't like it. I tried it anyway. Uh, the dab that they had mixed with the MK Ultra, and my eyeballs dried up. Um, but I didn't care. It was cool, though, because after that, we went on the mission that the older dude sent us on to find this amazing sap. It was a mission within a mission. It was pretty fun that we ended up finding the older dude, and he sent us to a table. I mean, that's another thing. There were vendors who were at tables that didn't buy the booths. It was really, really small this year. There's nobody there. There were very few women there that weren't actually working. These don't tend to be like women-friendly events and doesn't really bother me any. I'm kind of a doodly chick in my swagger anyway, Uh, but it's a huge clientele base that they can't tap into because women smoke weed. Women smoke a lot of weed, Um, but these things tend to be sausage fests. Uh, But it's cool. We just move from table to table, make friends. There was this really cool chick at Quality Concentrates who made coloring book so I picked up one of those it's in the car though and I forgot it so I'll have to get back to you with her name I will put a a link up on my blog and also put a link up for the secret cup Facebook page if you want to check that out maybe you can leave a comment I'm not sure how many dabs we smoked in total this uh, older lady came up to us at the end and she's like 21 And my friend was like, 21? She's like, after this one, I will have had 21 dabs. And we were like, oh, shit, we didn't even think to count. Just just even the ones there, because we were doing dabs before we left. And then smoking bowls on the way. And then smoking bowls on the way back, though admittedly fewer than we did on the way there. Uh, But we're like, oh, day two, we are totally counting how many dabs we do. We had found the contest entry table uh, a couple hours in. It was in the center, and we were working the perimeter. So we were like, you know what? Let's do like one or two more dabs, and then we'll come back tomorrow, and we'll do the contest entries. So that's what we did. Uh, The second day, we got there a little bit earlier, and there was actually a ticket collector there, though you wouldn't have known it because she never actually acknowledged us and chose to just talk shit about somebody to the dude who was behind us which got even more awkward when a cnn reporter got in line behind us and you're like you you're not even gonna, you're not even gonna look at the cnn reporter like you you just don't give a fuck okay okay but she did actually check our tickets uh, my friend who didn't have a ticket she really enjoyed her time the first night and opted not to to come the second night, she had obligations anyway. So it worked out perfectly. It was a little awkward with CNN being there too, especially one of my friends. Like she's got more of a sensitive nature job and doesn't necessarily want a whole lot of people even discussing it. Like it's not even something that's going on her Facebook page. Uh, get alone want to be on a CNN Gupta special. So... 
That was a little tricky, but they seemed really respectful. They didn't seem to be trying to get people's faces. They did seem more focused on the tables, and I know they did some interviews with vendors. I have no idea if they're airing it or if they're going to put in something else. I guess it'll probably be in a Gupta special. But of all the competitions they went to, they really went to the jankiest, stoneriest competition they could. Oh, man. I mean, I love it, you know. But it's not exactly the image that I want put out about cannabis competitions and cannabis culture, of course, specifically. You know, speaking of that, at the end of the second day, I asked my friends because it was their first time to any cannabis competition whatsoever. And I asked them what their thoughts were. And of course, you know, being able to go to to something like a beer festival, but not, you know, but for cannabis, obviously, and know that, you know, you're not all fucked up. You're not going to be hung over the next day. Uh, and that it's for weed. It's amazing. That feeling is amazing. But my friend mentioned that she was pretty disappointed that it was so janky. She had really wanted something more professional, uh, something more polished, something more educational, and something more medically, if not driven, at least aware. And I absolutely respect that. And I mean, and that's why we need places that women can go to for these things and women who are being outspoken about the fact that they care about these things because women can really change the demographic. And I also suggested to her that next time I will take her to the Cannabis Cup, which is a lot more promotionally driven, a lot more retail driven, just much more across the industry and just really representative of the industry on a whole a lot more, a lot more flour and all the different products for all kinds of different things and people pushing cannabis education and, you know, barkers for everybody. It's just a lot louder and a lot more full and a lot more popular. And, and I think there's reasons for that. So next time we're definitely going to go to that one. Um, but for just plain good old stoner fashion fun, the secret cup is amazing. And we did the competition table. We went in and there were 20 entries. So we did five at a time. Our favorites were two, 15 and 18 with an honorable mention for five. And none of them actually won. <laughs> when you actually look at the winners, we didn't match up with anybody. And I think part of that has to do, one, with the judges actually having their own rig to work on and having more time with the individual product. They also all knew which one was theirs and which one wasn't. So the more people you bring to, you can stack up votes and things like that. Um, but on the competition table, there were two dab rigs, two different ones, one hookah style and one just bong style. And you know what? It really made a difference. They were heated to different temperatures. They hit in different ways. Oh, a really popular feature throughout the entire convention were carb caps, uh, which I had been talking about before. I think I called them carb covers, but they're technically called carb caps. Uh, whereas two years ago, maybe a third of the tables were using carb caps. This year, all of the tables are using carb caps and e-nails. That's another thing, too. Some tables had both options. 
very few tables only had torches. Um, but primarily the email really reigned supreme uh, for obvious reasons in that kind of scenario. And I actually ended up buying myself an e-nail. There was one table there that was selling uh, different versions. And I got myself a cute little lunchbox um, from Dabland. And they totally negotiated with me. That was sweet. And now I have an e-nail to tell you about. It's been a fun venture. It's a lot of experimenting. So... This wouldn't be the Spliff Podcast if I wasn't trying to give you some tips and tricks about things that I've learned. And if you want to go to a cannabis expo, some of the things that you can do to help repair are one, wear comfortable shoes, of course. You're going to be doing a lot of walking and probably on cement, just like any other expo. And don't expect a whole lot of bean bags and comfy couches necessarily. Uh, do bring a lot of water. Staying hydrated is really, really, really important. Uh, even if you are just vaporizing, you still have a lot of heat and keeping the lung tissue and your throat tissue hydrated as well as making sure that your body is flushing the cannabinoids as thoroughly as possible and efficiently as possible is going to help you be aware of the individual effects of each hit that you take and and, and really uh, keep you from getting burnout and too high. Another issue that I had personally was my sinuses get really irritated, especially when you're taking dabs and they get in the nose with the terpenes and then it's just stuck there. And next thing you know, everything's swollen and I, I'm my nose feels super gross and gunky. So if you're the kind of person who may have sinus issues like I do, I would say definitely bring some nose spray and some tissue just to feel comfortable. But you know what? Also, if you really want to be able to get the best kind of taste and to really thoroughly enjoy each dab, that's a great way to cleanse out your sinuses and make sure that they are primed and ready for each new dab that you have. Not that you need to do it with each new dab, but as your sinuses begin to dry out, it's going to make sure that... Uh, that they are at their best. So the second day I brought nose spray, the first day I didn't, and the second day was much more enjoyable. I felt much more comfortable. Other tips I would say, bring a big bag or make sure that you have some stuff to carry home with you, uh, especially if you're going with a little cash in your pocket and a whole lot of excitement. If you are a kid in a candy store like I tend to be, make sure you bring some stuff to carry things around. Uh, and then also some good friends and a great attitude go a long way. It's all about networking and meeting people. Sometimes people at these things aren't always the most friendly or most social. That's when the girls who are working as promoters really come into play. Uh, they're fantastic. And we definitely met some amazing, educated, and, and really down-to-earth chicks at this thing who were behind the tables. We didn't meet a whole lot of chicks on the other side of the tables, uh, on our side of the tables, unfortunately. But we're out here. Right, so next time, I'm going to go to the SoCal Cannabis Cup. It is way more expensive, and it's going to be way more polished. It's going to be at the end of January, early February. There's a whole five days of 
activity. I probably won't be able to do all five days, but I'm going to try and see if I can get a weekend in. So look forward to that after the, the first of the year coming up. Let's safety. All right. So for this safety meeting, I'm just going to kind of go over the depth that I brought back. Honestly, I'm really excited about it. First, I have some mystery dab that I got from some guys that were rolling around collecting signatures for the CCHI 2016 initiative for the California ballot. That is the legislative measure that has been sponsored by Jack Hare and all of his followers, uh, which I assign naturally. I don't think it's the best worded, but I do think that they all deserve a chance to be voted on. Uh, it's got a really great berry smell. It's kind of darker and it's a nice pull and snap. Uh, I actually really like it. I think it's got like a berry white OG kind of thing going on. I also got the only indica that I got, which is from the oil factory. I got an alien Bubba mix. I really liked it. I thought it was pretty smooth in comparison to a lot of the things that I'd been trying I didn't come back with a whole lot because there seem to be a lot of indica mixes which aren't necessarily my jam. I do smoke a lot more sativa in retrospect. I wish that I'd picked up more, but that's in retrospect. What can I say? I was stoned. Uh, the Alien Bubba is pretty nice. And then some of the other ones were a lot of diesel mixes and chem dog mixes. And I'm just, I'll try them. I'll smoke them there and I'll party with them. But... Those aren't things that I'm going to smoke on a regular basis. So I wasn't, I wasn't as interested. That's not to say that there weren't amazing concentrates out there that I totally missed out on buying. I did get two other ones uh, from one place. They're called Calvin and Globs, uh, like Calvin and Hobbes, but Globs, that's a way of describing your dab. Uh, if you take really big dabs, you take a glob. And uh, I got two hybrids, Sour Bubble and Grapefruit Romulan. Both are really great. They're super amazing pull and snaps and really consistent despite temperature changes. Really great texture and taste. I'm a big fan of pull and snap. And while there isn't a whole lot of super wow factor in either one of these strains, there is super solid medicine and a really nice clean high. Another one that is a really good medicine and who I felt had just really well-rounded medicine all over is this cuvee that I got from KC Concentrate. And I have to say it's been my favorite so far. It's super clean. I asked him what the lineage was of the strain and he I can't remember exactly what it was because he said Jack and I was like, what? Normally, like I said, Jack with the XJ13, which has a lot of Jack in it dries out my mucous membranes and my eyeballs and makes me feel really uncomfortable. And I didn't have any of those problems. So I made sure to give them props on a really well-balanced, on a really well-balanced jack strain. And uh, they were also one of the few, the only one I actually saw that had it listed that had a CBD shatter on their menu. For which I was not fast enough, unfortunately. They sold out within the first hour, and I didn't get there that first night until a good three hours in. But 
Oh, well, next time. And they said that they have a really fresh batch of CBD flowers that they're going to blast. And they should have some amazing products coming out of that after the first of the year. So I'm keeping my eye on their menu for sure. If you're in the Palm Springs area, I would do the same. I was, like I said, just really surprised and pleased with how well-rounded their medicine is. These are definitely my kind of peeps. Now that brings me to... The last bit of dab that I got, which is that shark's breath uh, with the 13% terpenes. It is amazing. I don't normally dab at lower temperatures, which is something that the, uh, the sap probably needs. The oils may burn off really fast and I'm still playing with the e-nail in order to get just the right kind of temperature uh, for the different dab. It's kind of a mission and I'll talk about that some other time. I'm still looking for the right temperature with the e-nail. Uh, Got to play around with that a little bit more. In the meantime, I'm really enjoying just using all of its oily goodness to kind of mix in and perk up some of the shatter that I have that maybe isn't as tasty as I want it to be. It's really nice to just have a mix of terpenes. Ideally, something like this mixed with the CO2 extracted cannabis would be kind of like the supreme product. Uh, now I kind of want to go get some clear concentrate and mix it with this amazing sap. Okay, and the last products that I got that I'm going to talk about, uh, I have to admit, I just broke down and got some extra cartridges with the uh, the refined oils. They are really convenient. They're so convenient. And I came across Nectar Stick. And the peeps there were really cool. It was a chicken and dude, and I can't remember their name, but they had some pretty cool products out and some pretty tasty refined products as well. They had syringes with oil that they were suggesting you put on your cigarette, like the tip of your cigarette, and you could let it soak in while you smoke the cigarette as a way to covertly smoke. I would have killed for that option when I still smoked cigarettes. Oh man, it sounded so good. Luckily, I don't need that option anymore. And even if I did smoke cigarettes, it's really great to have a vape pen. Even if they're not my favorite tasting, the convenience is bar none. For now, I will leave you and I promise we're going to have some indica versus sativa, how to talk to your bud tender and wrap up all those little details uh, next time. And thanks for letting me get away with this birthday break this time. Happy 420. Ciao for now.